Because okay. my only thing was something you probably wouldn't get the reference to. <laughs> so Patreon listeners heard me uh, talking about my cat and her her grass at the end of the show. <laughs> and right at the end, she like she's eating her like little thing of wheatgrass. It's like spaghetti, but for cats. <laughs> and it's it's a little potted plant. Yeah. It's just a yeah, little, it's a little like, potted little plant kit. with wheatgrass in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get like a little plastic box. They give you the soil, the whole kit, you know, and it like it grows in like five days. My cat's eating this stuff and she like decides she wants to start playing with it. So she like raked her claws across it. She's got it by like got a fistful of this shit and just pulled it down and the dirt fell out everywhere and she's got now she's got shit stuck in her claws because she like gets a death grip on things and doesn't let go and she's got fucking grass in her claws and so i go to pull it out and like here let me help you i pull it out of her claw and she fucking takes a swipe at me with the one claw that i didn't manage to trim she's like mauled my fucking hand because <laughs> i'm trying to help her what a little bitch that's why i call her a dumb whore Roxy Andrews. You should have left her at that bus stop instead of rex rescuing her. <laughs> Welcome to the Mouthy Broadcast, everyone. Hi, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lauren. You know, I think the listeners may have only seen one of us the entire show. I don't Which know Which one of us? Which I think one? it switches back and forth. Like it does a... Oh, well, that's fine. It does fine. The, like speaker mode, but I can't see which one it does because like, you know, it's yeah. just pretty much only shows me you, so... Well, and, and that speaker mode's fine as long as it wasn't just locked on you or just locked on me the whole time. I have no idea. That would have been real boring. But I like to have the the two of us next to each other so that, like, if yeah. you're telling a story, then they can see my reactions. Yeah. Or vice versa. As it should be. It looks like a nice comic book panel. Yes. <laughs> we need, like... There could know, be, like, like a old... third one in between, like, a nice transitions blocking Bam. out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's Valentine's Day, so our Patreons are, might get to listen to this today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They will. Uh, I'll put it right right after the happy belated Valentine's Day happy to everybody belated. else out there. Yes. Um, do you do Valentine's? I Valentine's did. Stuff? It did. It, um, I don't like to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> hey, because <laughs> I'm making a big deal out of it. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't like to be a basic bitch because the truth is I really am a basic bitch. So I have to overcorrect the other way you're denying your nature yeah yeah um but i did uh i i think i told i know matt was bragging i bought him a big and fat chair for christmas i got him a a big and tall executive chair Uh um for christmas he loved he's very extremely excited about it because it's the first chair he's ever had that is really made for a tall guy so like when Mm -hmm. i sit in it i'm like swinging my legs like little kid you know you're like yeah. Lily Tomlin with yes. the little kid bit. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody got my reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but Matt loves it. Um, 
But as soon as we got it and he put it together and he was like, it's the best chair ever. The cats have not stopped sitting in it. Well, because it's the best chair ever. Exactly. So like it too. For Valentine's Day, I got a cover for the chair. Okay. Um, to keep, you know, just to protect it so that the cats can't scratch it up or get their hair all over it, you know. Um, and I bought this, but I bought it really early. Like I bought it like late January, knowing that, you know, I'd give it to him for Valentine's Day. And then the other thing that I got him um, were slippers. He has very dry skin, especially his hands and feet. And I help him put lotion on his feet all the time. But then he doesn't like socks always cut off his circulation he doesn't like to wear socks and then like his feet are always like getting covered in dust and cat hair because he's got lotion on him so i was like why don't i get you some slippers so i got slippers and the cat and the chair cover for valentine's day and i'm thinking i'll give these to him valentine's day morning well thursday night Uh um the cats kept jumping in his in his chair and he was screaming at them like from the other room, like he never gets up to shoo them out of the chair. He just screams at them from the other room where mm-hmm. he can see them. Hey, hey, you asshole. Hey, get out of the chair, you dick. So that way Fuck. he's actually kind of screaming at you, everyone in the house, yes. not just the cats. <laughs> so I just got so pissed off. I went and I got the chair cover and I was like, are you fucking happy? Happy fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I put the cover on the chair and he was like, you got her cover for the chair. I was like, yeah, I did. I was waiting, but happy fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> and he was very happy about that. And then the next day, he had just put lotion on his feet and he put his feet up and they were like just covered in dirt. And oh. I was like, oh, ew. and I um, got grabbed the slippers and I threw them at him and I was like, happy fucking Valentine's Day. Here's your other Valentine's Day gift. Um, and then uh, this morning I printed out a 90 day fiance Valentine. Can I share my screen and show you? So at least the Patreons can yes. see. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is um, a. Uh, oh, Let man. Sure hold- you're allowed to share your screen. Uh Oh, okay. Now you can share your screen. All I've right. Been sending Scott like random Valentines all morning. So I don't know that you'll get it because this is from a. Is it sharing? Now it's it sharing. Is. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day, my dick. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. This is. Is that Annie? No, this is Jess. She's Culty's girlfriend from oh. Happily Ever After. The latest season of Happily Ever After. Colt and Larissa are divorced and uh, Colt is dating a new Brazilian girl, Jess. And things are, of course, off to a great start. And then all of a sudden, Jess finds out that Colt's been talking to other women and she confronts him about it. And she's like, I had the screenshots, Colt. I had the screenshot. Eight girls. Good morning, my dick. Good night, my dick. She's he just has been sending his dick all over the world. What? Yes. He's trash. Yeah. Culty. Um, so I uh, I sent him or I printed for him. Happy Valentine's Day. My dick. <laughs> um, and then got one that has Mary Poppins. And it says, <laughs> I don't I don't need a spoonful of sugar to go down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I love those. 
Yeah. And uh, I gave Chris some candy. Me and Matt are not doing candy. Yeah. We're trying to be healthful, Mm -hmm. make good decisions. So we did not get any candy for each other. He made me breakfast and then he made me tea. And I didn't have to tell him how to make it this time. (laughs) Did he use the kettle? And uh, he used the Keurig. Oh, but well, yeah, you know. um, and then American he was way. he said, today is the day that I love you more because it's Valentine's Day. But don't expect too much. Just a reasonable margin more of love. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we watched some. What did we watch? Did we watch a 90 day this morning? We wa- oh, we did watch a 90 day series that's on Discovery Plus. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's a game show type, like the newlywed game. And it's all done over Zoom with random couples. I'm about, I'm, I'm hitting my limit with the 90 day universe, but. I'm about to burn out again. I, yeah. I had been gone from it for a long time. So um, it was, you know, uh, I'm, I'm back into it. And then, uh, but we just watched that one episode. I said, I can't do more than one episode of this. Please don't put this on again. He was like, yeah, okay. And then we watched Toast. Yeah. Because we had, place? yeah, we had another half hour. After this, I think we're going to go get takeout um, peach mimosas. And Ooh. there's this place called Smoked Biscuit. Nice. Um, they do sweet potato biscuits with like pulled pork and, mm. and all this stuff. Like I went, we saw them once and... Uh, I was fully prepared to get the exact same thing as I got last time, but I don't think they have the exact same thing. So I have to compromise and get something else, but I'm sure whatever I get from them is going to be delicious. I remember you post, was this the place that had like the blackberry jam on the barbecue? Yes. Yeah. That, oh, that was such so a great they picture. Have, they had I jerked off to that picture. The exact same thing, except <laughs> now it's fig instead of blackberry. So I think oh, I'm going nice. to do that. Nice. So, yeah. Send so, me a picture. I'm going to jerk off to it. I will. Look, just let me know. We'll we'll FaceTime and then we can jerk <laughs> I'll off FaceTime you while you eat it so I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll watch it and then I'll jerk off later. <laughs> um, So, yeah, but I, I bought I ordered Scott a present for Valentine's Day, but I knew that it was probably going to show up too late. Um, But the good side is because it's showing up late, it's actually going to be in just like perfect timing for our one year anniversary of our first date. Nice. So like the day that actually, I think the day that the show comes out, it'll be if we schedule it right. (laughs) um, We've been been forgetting to schedule it, but still getting it out on the right day. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And usually it's me guys. If you get the podcast in your feed late, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Not always. (laughs) Usually. Usually, but we still always get it out on Tuesday. We haven't missed it. Yeah, it's a we've team been, effort we, of fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> we, we haven't actually missed the full day. We've just been a couple hours late. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless we just didn't record, we've taken a few breaks this year. Yeah. Everybody needs a mental reset. Yeah, get it. I almost asked if we could take a break today because I've, of how I slept. Like <laughs> we went to bed actually like fairly early for like for me, it was kind of early. It was like midnight or something right like a normal time to get up on a on a weekend and just laze around for a bit before doing the show uh but like we both woke up at like 5 a.m and could not get back to sleep 
And there was this whole like struggle of what do we watch to like help us relax, to go back to sleep, like put something on TV, but it's five in the morning. I don't want anything aggressive. I don't want anything loud. I don't want anything that's like too interesting. Yeah. Or too interesting either. And we just kind of like went back and forth, like with like, what, what the fuck can we watch? And like, one of my things that I would always put on is like the British baking show. That's a good one. It's just very like mellow. And if you fall asleep while they're baking a cake, who gives a fuck? They're going to be baking cakes when you wake up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We didn't do that. We watched, what did we end up watching? Um, Song Exploder. That's a good one. I like that show. Yeah. I, uh, but it was probably the wrong episode. We put on the Trent Reznor hurt episode. Oh yeah. That's, that was my favorite. It was definitely my favorite (laughs) uh, so far. Um, I mean, because I love that song and and like hearing him talk about it, like for me, particularly like in this moment, like there was a lot of things he was saying that I was like, wow, this adds some extra level to it. But then it's five in the morning and like that song kind of starts out quiet, but then it builds up and it has that like crescendo of like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) My cat just really hated that. Um, (laughs) So we did that. We watched comedians in cars getting coffee. That was a pretty good one because it's kind of like they're just, you know, just chatting and shit. So I know what my go to is, but Matt won't sit through. Matt doesn't like this kind of thing. You might not either. It might be too boring for you to fall asleep to. Bob <laughs> Ross. No, I fucking Bob love Ross. Bob Ross. Just you just put on that joy of painting. I and- don't know. You know what? Because it's not on Netflix anymore. That's oh, did they take it, it off? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You you know what it is for me though? It it takes me back to like a uh, sick day when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like because he would always be on PBS in the midday. And I remember watching him like uh, you know, like you do like when you're when you're sick and you're a little kid and you're sitting there like, you know, sipping on your orange Gatorade, Ginger hoping ale. that you don't throw up again. Mm-hmm. And like you know, like you get through like the morning game shows, you know, like Price is Right is on. Oh, yeah. And then it would be like there's like a lull and then you turn over to PBS and there's Bob Ross. Just mm-hmm. with this quiet voice. Painting yes. happy little sunsets and happy little trees. And it was just the perfect mellow thing for that afternoon nap, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe you wake up and you're feeling well enough to have some soup and crackers for dinner. And then the next day you're ready for school again. That's right. Right. Yeah. I mean, Bob Ross is <laughs> honestly like where it's at. There was a long time, like literally every night I would fall asleep to a different episode. Nice. Or, I mean, even as an adult, that was one of my go to sick day shows. Yeah. Like you fall asleep, um, you know, you wake up and the painting's done and then you <laughs> take another <laughs> little nap and then, you know. Um, but yeah, the, there's a Pluto TV channel that has Bob. Ross oh, nice. That's good. You can just put on any random. And that's to me, that's the perfect way to do it. Like, you don't want to like, who cares? Like, he's going to be painting something amazing. Just put up, put on whatever. Like, you don't yeah. have to choose your episode. <laughs> yeah, just put it on anywhere. That's that's perfect. I think a lot of the Pluto stuff is good for that. Yeah. Just put it on. Um, we we like watching the Gordon Ramsay channels on Pluto. There's one that's nothing but kitchen nightmares and one that's <gasps> nothing but Hell's Kitchen. Oh, 
And yeah, that's my jam. And the kitchen nightmare one will sometimes just be the British kitchen nightmare, which is much better and actually much easier to sleep to. There's a lot yes. less yelling involved, you know, yes. a lot less crying. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm sad Bob just... Ross is off Netflix. I didn't realize that. It's yeah, it, it has. I think it's been fairly recently, like yeah. in the past couple of months or so. Um, cause we tried looking for it once and I was like, what the fuck happened? And it, like, yeah. I had missed it by like a couple of days. Oh, you know, they put out those articles. It's like, this is what's leaving Netflix this month. And it was like, it was like December 9th. And I was trying to watch it on like the 10th or something. <laughs> it was like, fuck you. So, mm. but it's so, still out there and it's on, it's on YouTube and everything else. So, yeah. So speaking of shows though, our good friend, Nick of comic cons. Uh-huh. At Comic Cons Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, if you're interested in following. We just did an episode last week. It just came out. Yes, I am it's, legend. Yeah. That was it was actually episode. it actually ended up being released before our episode came out where we talked about it. So that was cool. <laughs> um, wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> but um Nick messaged Jenny and myself and said, Hey guys, you gotta talk about this show. Thousand pound sisters. So I bit the bullet and I watched the big fat sisters show. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, I'm a terrible person and I did not watch the full episode. I watched the TikTok that he sent, but I feel like that's all I really needed. I think that's all you need. The so tell me, did you watch the episode that that had the clip that he sent us? Yes, I did. I okay. And it just randomly that happened to be the episode we put on. There's a season one is on Hulu and it's only six episodes and we mm -hmm. put it on in the middle. Like, I think basically just because we both understood the premise of it, which mm -hmm. is these two sisters are very fat and I'm not using the word fat derogatorily. One of them is 608 pounds. The other one is 401 pounds. Therefore, combined together, they are thousand pound sisters. They are trying to get uh, gastric bypass surgery for weight loss. And to do that, they have to start losing weight before the doctor will even consider either one of them as candidates. Wow. So um, it's a, it's an exploitive TLC show like 90 Day Fiance or anything else. Uh, and it just kind of chronicles their daily struggles. What they go through. I I have a little bit more personal problem watching this because I feel like like that's a health issue that they're dealing with. Whereas like the people on the on Ninety Day Fiance, for the most part, are just narcissists. Yes, <laughs> it's a personality problem that they well, can work through. <laughs> I happened to look at some stuff that I found on the internet, and apparently these two sisters have been trying to be social media influencers. For years, well before oh. TLC picked them up. Oh, did and they put on weight just to be on TV? No, it doesn't seem like they put on weight to be on TV, but they have no problem exploiting themselves for fame oh, and a little bit of money. Right, right. That's more more so what it is. Um, there's a there's a uh, group I'm in on Facebook and somebody posted another clip that I wanted to go watch and I, I didn't get the chance to watch it, but one of the sisters ends up in the hospital for something and it 
something to do. Like the the reply from the other one is bitch went to the hospital over some Taco Bell. (laughs) I don't know the context for it, but it's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) But the clip that Nick sent us was the two sisters arguing with each other. One of them sitting there. So it's the sisters are named Tammy and Amy. Mm -hmm. Tammy is the one that is much heavier. She's 600 pounds. Amy you don't know is what it's like to be my size, Amy. That's right. That's right. And then Amy, we don't know what it's like to see it out of Amy's eyes because one's going this way. The other's going that way. Like <laughs> she's yes. and I, I realize this is a, an audio podcast, so I can't <laughs> I can't explain the They're lazy eye powers in different directions. Both eyes are in completely opposite directions all the time and I can't tell which one is the real one because they both move independently of the other (laughs) like it's not just like I mean usually when somebody has a lazy eye is that the right term is that offensive I no, I don't think it's offensive I think it's like a legit thing but I'm not sure that that's the right term for it I know there's a medical term lazy eyes like fucking Tom York from Radiohead where he's got that like the drooping eyelid kind of a thing no I always heard lazy eye was when one eye just like couldn't focus on what you were supposed to be looking at because the the drooping eyelid I get that oh yeah I think you're right I think you're right yeah um weaker or lazy eye often wanders inward or outward (laughs) And there's a picture there's pictures of adorable little babies with lazy eyes most babies have them when they're little they don't have all the ocular functions yet not right. most but you know but it's pretty common for a little baby to outgrow it and it's actually yeah. common for kids to have it and outgrow it mm-hmm. like they'll put like an eye patch over a kid's strong eye to make the other eye stronger mm-hmm. <laughs> so that they have to use their lazy one. make your eyeball work out worked out <laughs> but um uh basically that it's their life is a mess mm-hmm. the one one of them is getting married and the mother doesn't go to their wedding um they're like like that's how you like if your mom's not coming to your own wedding like there's some fucked up shit happening <laughs> and basically like the mom called that day like Amy's getting married and the mom called and talked to Tammy and said, tell Amy, I can't go to the wedding. Wow. Like you God got a damn. fucked up, you got fucked up life. Yeah. You know? So I wonder I if like the mom is on to the, the whole, like let's exploit ourselves on TV thing. And it's kind of like, I don't want to be part of that. You know, I don't know. It doesn't seem like, it seems like it's bad. Like they're trash. She's it's, trash too. It seems like it's just trashy family, bad shit. Yeah. So and that's the other thing is like Tammy is the size of some like she's disabled because she can't get mm-hmm. up all the time and get stuff for herself. She can't walk without a walker. Um, so Amy is the one who's taking care of her. And there's some resentment going back and forth. Um, but uh, I know that like so the episode I, I watched two episodes in the first season Amy lost enough weight to get approved for the surgery. She -hmm. lost 25 pounds in two months. And the doctor said she could have the surgery. But Tammy only lost, I think, 21 pounds in two months. Mm -hmm. And she was supposed to have lost 60. 
Oh, wow. To be allowed to get which 60 pounds in two months is a lot. Right. But, but she's I mean, a very big woman. Like, yeah, she's 600 pounds. And like there was a scene where like um, Amy came home and Tammy's eating chips and like the bags, like the little single size individual chips are like the bags are everywhere. And she's like, you ate all these chips. And she's like, yeah, they're the low calorie ones. It's like they're low cal. They're not no cal. Like you <laughs> can't just honestly, sit here eating 18 bags of Weight Watchers chips. Yeah. Like I have so many problems with this because number one, yes, if you if you eat too many, it's not low calorie anymore. Number two, just eat a full size bag instead of eating the individual serving right. bags because That's it's got to be not- a lot more expensive. Yes. Especially because like the Weight Watchers brand chips are expensive as fuck. I don't know that it was Weight Watchers that didn't have the branding on it. You know, I mean, even could have been like baked Lay's like, yeah, more expensive if you get the individual serving. Size. Yeah, exactly. And if you eat so much that you might as well just eat a bag as a serving, then fucking just do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least be financially sound if you're going to make terrible food decisions like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so. And I don't want to make fun of their looks too much. You know, I mean, the the eye thing is one thing, um, but neither one looks too great. Neither, you know, the can't have walk like this. Um, Amy seems to be the dumber one. She's always using the wrong words for stuff. <laughs> I wish I had written some notes down. I was going to say, you know, we could use this for research. Yeah, <laughs> but she's always saying wrong words like she said something about like they were so they had they took their i guess that starts out with them taking their first trip to atlanta and getting the synopsis from the doctor him telling them so the episode where i turned it on they had just gotten back from atlanta and they were making a commitment to changing their lifestyle eating better and they were going through all their food in the house throwing out anything that wasn't healthy like emptying out the fridge and Amy's like, it's an homage to junk food. And I was like, she knew the word homage. And Matt was like, yeah, but she didn't use it right. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah, mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what exactly she was trying to go for. I don't know either, but she just says weird words all the time that don't make sense. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, is it worth watching an episode just for funsies? Yes. And if you want, I will find that bitch went to hospital for Taco Bell, whatever the hell that episode was. I would like to see that. Yes. Yeah. I want to know why she, why she went to the hospital for Taco and Bell. Apparently that's in the new season, which is not on Hulu. And that means it might, I don't know if it's on Discovery Plus or not. Oh, so we got the free trial of Discovery Plus to watch like all the 90 Day Fiance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's not all on there because they have to wait for their deal with Hulu to end. Yes. It's a and pain in the ass. It's probably kind of like, so I got the subscription to Wow Presents Plus or Wow Presents. Wow Presents. <laughs> and um, and I went ahead and just bought it because it's only like $4 a month and I can get Drag Race UK and oh, like, nice. I get the full uncut versions of the Trixie and Katya stuff or whatever. Um, but they don't have drag race on there. Like drag race United States is not on there. And it's like, fuck. Like I yeah. kind of knew that it wouldn't be, but like Haley was kind of disappointed. 
because I told her about it and I was like, yeah, but they don't have it. And she's like, well, what the fuck's the point? And I was like, well, because of licensing, like VH1 has the has the rights. So, you know, we that's why we can get UK, we can get Thailand or whatever. Um, I mean, a lot of that stuff, you can just wait until like a year later and it's all on VH1 if you have a subscription to that. Um, But, you know, I really wanted to watch UK. UK is the fucking where it's at for Drag Race. It's it's like as magical as season four type era feeling like it feels so much fun, more fun. It's uh, like. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's just got an element of like magic to it that I haven't felt in the United States version in a long time, a long time. Yeah. So, um, I am enjoying the new season of drag race. It's very, um, like I'm, I'm enjoying it because I feel like there's a lot of talent. Yes. Like, I, I feel like all the looks are fantastic. Like the, the, outfits that they're coming out in the runway with like it's really hard to pick who should go home every week that's the thing that like i've been noticing with them like you know and untucked and everything especially like they're talking about like well i should have been i feel like i should have been the winner i came out here fucking killing it it's like yes but everybody's killing everybody's killing it like everybody's killing it and it's just like uh this past week the uh, queen who won i don't want to give spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. hers was she it looked great but it was just more of a the type of look was just such a different interpretation from everybody else it was just so unique yes and she also killed it in the challenge yes and that's the thing is that you absolutely have to kill it in the challenge you can't just do okay in the challenge and have a great run rate look like denali was like in tears because she was just safe and yeah. she's like, I want to get critiques. I want to do this. And it's like her her runway was stunning. But I think she knew her runway was stunning. She didn't need a critique on that. Right. Then her only critique for the challenge would have just been like, you were OK. Yeah. There were just exactly. other people who were better. And so, it's like at this point in the competition for them, like they need to kind of just be OK with being safe because there's still a lot of people left. Yeah. And not everybody can be called front and center and get the critiques every week, you know? I mean, like every just about every look up there was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's really like splitting hairs. Yeah. Um, The thing for me, and I don't know if you were watching at this point, if you were asleep or what. I watched it again. (laughs) Okay, good. I slept. Yeah, I slept through like more than half the episode. I watched it again yesterday. (laughs) I'm kind of glad we started talking about Drag Race accidentally because like I really want to talk about Elliot and like the way that Elliot has been treated since the fucking beginning and yeah, I it's like, been fucked up I've been like legitimately emotional about this whole scenario like so they start out the season with like two groups or they they split them into two groups and then and when they split them into two groups this is important for anybody who who hasn't been following along they split them into winners and losers yes so immediately there's winners and losers Right off the bat. Like, you're told you're a fucking loser. Yes. Um, so in the losers group, they were told you have to vote somebody out of the losers group. They have just met each other. They've never seen each other perform. They only are seeing the outfit that they came came in expecting to be, like, their entrance outfit. And they voted Elliot out. 
And not only did they vote Elliot out, like it was a tie and then they voted again and they everybody voted for Elliot as the loser. So like Elliot was like a triple loser from the fucking beginning as like yeah. just been branded as loser. loser. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't see anything like terrible about Elliot. Like, no, I, see, I didn't see anything like super impressive. I kind of liked that, like the first episode, she had that like kind of like, like it looks like a wine mom look. Yeah, it was like yeah. very like 80s, like valley girl ish kind of thing. But now but also she's like sort old. of housewife ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of liked it, though. I loved it for an entrance look. And that's the thing is that these are supposed to be entrance looks like Denali came in on her ice skate. She wasn't expecting to have to lip sync and perform in that outfit. Right. You know, so. And, yeah. So Ellie gets branded as the loser, but she actually gets sent back to the other group. And now she's an outcast from the, the winners. winners group. They're treating her like shit. And, and then when they mesh it all together. The other losers are like, oh, you got to stay. Right. Really? Like <laughs> they it, it, she just I felt like she just got railroaded and people are just yeah. treating her like the fucking outcast. And like anybody who knows me knows that like that's going to be my person is <laughs> the person who gets treated like the outcast. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't like this. I don't like this. And like, uh, yeah, I don't want to say anything too specific, but like at the end of that episode, I was just really like, I, I really felt for Elliot. Yeah, I really felt for Elliot. Like I was like, and her look was gorgeous. Her runway was just beautiful. And I'm glad that they did tell her that um, because somebody again, like I feel like every week on Untouched when they're like, who do you think was the worst out there? Somebody Elliot. says Elliot. Somebody's yeah. like, oh, Elliot's just not good. Oh, Elliot's look is just bad. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. She looks amazing. And so. Candy Muse is sitting there like, girl, you need to learn how to read the room. You're you're just cocky. You're annoying. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Candy Muse said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, look in a mirror right. and say all those things. Right, right. I know our good friend Chris loves Candy Muse. But to me, she's just the annoying Vanjie. But then... <laughs> Candy Muse was the one who talked up Elliot on Untucked this week. Yes. Yes. Whereas last week, I think Candy got her, got a little bit of hump, got humbled a bit after mm -hmm. last week or yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. I hope we haven't lost everybody talking yeah. about a show that not everybody watches. You know what? We're, we're having fun. That's right. <laughs> and we're talking about something important. Yes. Don't outcast your queens. That's right. I mean, don't outcast anybody. Right. Fuck. I mean, like this year's been tough and I just like it, it th like that theme in particular got to me because like I just feel like I just have always kind of felt like the outsider from like every group, like no matter what. In fact, like I was just saying recently, I'm in this I'm in this Facebook group that's like, you know, it's kind of like mental health. It's kind of like a safe space type of thing. And I was just saying how, like, I feel like really welcomed by them and everything, even though I'm just kind of like a lurker, I'm just kind of there or whatever. And all of a sudden, as soon as I said that, I noticed that this there's, I'm just not getting like any, like I would make a comment and everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To everybody else. And then I just kind of get like ignored. I don't get like any I don't know. It's just weird. All of a sudden that like after I said like, yeah, I totally feel welcome here and everything. 
now I'm almost like all of a sudden kind of feeling a little bit outcast and like and I'm like uh this isn't this isn't what I thought I was I guess I'm gonna silently slip out the door <laughs> like I usually do I mean at, at my office like it's kind of a similar thing like we've got the office people and we've got the production people and I'm like stuck in the middle and it like literally everyone forgets about me there's been times that they've gone off to have like a Christmas party a pizza party and I'm sitting there like eating my actual lunch that I just ordered and picked up from someplace. And they're like, Oh, didn't anybody tell you there's pizza in there? No, no one told me. No one told me like literally every time. (laughs) Why don't they just send out an office email? Because that would require communication. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's definitely an office problem. That is not a you problem. They suck. No, but it's one of those things that like, after like my entire life worth of, you know, like sitting by myself in the cafeteria and not feeling like I belong in the smart kids group and not feeling like I belong in the in any group like every group I've ever been in pretty much has been like I just don't really feel like I fit in like uh, until like we started basically forming trash pals I was like this is the first time I felt like I belong in any group of people since I was in high school like, and I feel like you're a leader. Like, that's the thing. Like, since I've known you, I've always felt like you had, like, this leadership charismatic quality about you that, you know, people are just kind of, like, drawn to you. That's how you know, I see you. I, I got a message from somebody, from one of my friends, after I tweeted this thing the other day, after, like, just at the end of Drag Race that kind of spun off from that. Um, And I said, like, you know, I kind of always feel like the outcast. And I've my heart's been breaking for Elliot and all this stuff. And like, I got this message from my friend who says, like, I've always seen you as like the cool person. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was cool enough to hang out with you. And I'm like, it legitimately fucking boggles my mind. I like, I know you've said that. And one other friend have said that to me. And I'm like, it, it boggles my mind every fucking time I hear that because I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense in my worldview and my universe. (laughs) It really doesn't like no (laughs) like i'm the fucking loser this doesn't make sense to me you're not allowed to call me cool well you're definitely not a loser (laughs) you're there's no way you're a loser there's no way but um i like you know it sucks that you feel that way and all that we can do is just encourage everybody to help people feel included yes yes It's hard to feel included when there's so much isolation right now. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think it's very important to like make everybody feel like just, just don't make anybody feel bad. Sometimes it's like all we, all I'd like to ask people is just, you don't have to make everybody like prop everybody up, but just try to make an effort to not be a shit to other people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Man, I didn't mean to bring the show down at the end, but goddamn. <laughs> but it was important to say it. It's true. It's really important to say it. Um, Therapy talk time on Mouthy Broadcast. But I did hear Matt say something. Um, I-, I wasn't in his presence when he said it, but he said it. Um, he told me he said it to a lady in the post office after it happened. I don't think I've talked about it on the show yet, so... 
But um, he told a woman at the post office who was being extremely rude to one of the postal workers who was just doing her job and trying her Mm -hmm. damnedest to help her. He said as he was leaving, you know, you don't have to be a cunt. That's a choice. (laughs) So just keep that in mind, everybody. Like if Uh you're if you're being nasty to somebody, like if you're just going out of your way to be mean for no fucking reason at all, that's a choice. Yeah, don't make that choice choices like you know like if you're being completely neutral and just like okay fine you know not you know acting neutral that's not necessarily a choice but it's definitely a choice to be an asshole and you don't have to do that yeah like and it would certainly be a better choice to try to be kind and lift somebody's day up a little bit but you know i'm not going to tell you to do that or at the very least just not say anything just don't yeah just don't be a cunt just don't right just yeah i feel like i'm butchering this thing that i heard recently but somebody was basically like you can't control how you feel about something but you can control what you say about it yes you know and and i think that's a big difference like if you feel offended by something that somebody says like you can feel offended you can feel pissed off at them but don't try to make their day shitty too just because they've ruin yours right i mean you could but you know yeah i guess depending on whether or not you feel like they did it intentionally and even though we can control what we say about something we have a podcast (laughs) so we are required to say something at some point (laughs) yes i mean we're not going to be fired from the network if we take a day off though but you know not our network (laughs) (laughs) nope we don't have a network anymore well we guess we kind of do but not the same one we have an ever-growing network yeah legion of stupid which you should join our discord join our discord yes legion of stupid i finally fixed the link on the the website cool. <laughs> uh we need to wrap this up so i can go get a biscuit oh Give yeah biscuits. you need to take send me a picture of that biscuit I'm yeah, gonna, you know, flick my bean while I look at that biscuit. <laughs> Give me that bean biscuit for all that beautiful bean biscuit footage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. We're Mouthy Broadcast. We're on mouthybroadcast.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at Mouthy Broadcast. And you can call us. You should call us at 757 541. C-U-N-T. We'll see you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. I love you, Jenny. I love you, Lauren. I treasure your friendship. Will you, will you be my Valentine? I will be your Valentine. Hey. We'll share a biscuit together. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to love you more than that biscuit. I'm going to eat that biscuit <laughs> off your titties. Woo! <laughs>